everyone to this live podcast on twitch where you can get the news from the research industry that how our researcher keep on researching on various topics and domains and try to improve our lifestyle of course so and yes these articles are posted on our website named postscientist.com so if, if you are willing to check it out please check it out otherwise listening to this podcast will be enough for you guys because it's acts like an archive on a daily pre- uh, basis providing you the information uh, uh and the discoveries out there so let's get started without wasting any time Chemical in uh, cells of marine organism enables them to survive high pressures found in deep oceans. Okay. Scientists have discovered how chemical in the cells of marine organism enables them to survive the high pressure found in the deep oceans. The deeper sea creatures live, the more inhospitable and extreme the environment they must cope with. In one of the deepest points in the Pacific, the Mariana Trek 11 kilo, uh, kilometers below the sea surface the pressure is 1.1 kilobar or 8 tons per square inch that is a 100 1100 fold increase of the pressure experienced at this surface area sorry at this uh, earth surface under normal or atmospheric pressure water molecules from a tetrahedron tetrahedron like a network network of water molecules changes shape at high pressure uh, through the network of water molecules begin to distort and change shape when this happens to the water inside living cells it prevents vital biochemical processes from taking place and kills the organism in reporting their findings the researcher in leeds have for the first time been able to provide an explanation of how a molecule found in the cell of marine organism contracts uh, the effect of external pressure on the water molecules professor lonard dongan from the uh, school of physics and astronomy at leeds said life has adapted to survive and thrive in environmental extremes in the depths of the oceans organisms live under extreme high pressures that would destroy human life these high pressure distort the uh, liquid water that resides in all life resulting in de- uh, detrimental impacts the biomolecules that underpin all biological purposes we need to understand what happens to water under pressure and how pressure adaptive organism compact these effects if we understand how these organisms survive extreme pressure we can apply these findings to the wider study of biomolecular stability trimethylamine an oxide or tmao the molecule found in the cells that produce the protective effect against high external pressure is called tmo trimethylene an oxide studies have shown that the amount of tmo in ocean dwelling organism increases in line with the depth of their habitat lead by Harrison Laurent also from the School of Physics and Astronomy the study used one of the most advanced analytical facilities in the world to investigate how intense pressure alters the hydrogen bonds between neighboring water molecules neutron scattering called the ISIS neutron and muon uh, sources the analytical facility of the STFC Rutherford's Ampleton laboratory in Oxfordshire was uh, used to uh, fire a beam of neutrons which are uh, subatomic particles at samples of water with and without tmao 
The analysis was done at low uh, pressure 25 bar and a high, high pressure 4 kilobar. Uh, the test revealed uh, details of the atomic structure of the water molecules. At high pressure, the hydrogen bonds is the, in the pure water sample become distort and less stable and the overall network of water molecules become compacted. The presence of TMAO, however, strengthened and stabilized the hydrogen bonding and maintained the network structure of the water molecule, Dr. Lawrence said. The TMAO provides a structure anchor which results in the water being able to resist the extreme pressure it is under. The findings are important because they help scientists understand the process by which organisms have adapted to survive the extreme condition found in the ocean. From the study, the research team have also been able to develop what is called an osmolite protection ratio, okay, which predicts the level of TMAO needed in the cells of marine organisms so they can survive at a specific depth in the ocean. Professor Dongon added, Professor Dongon added, our study provides us bridge between the underwater between water under pressure at molecule level and the wonderful ability of organism which thrive under high pressure in depths of the ocean okay recently published uh, recently published research has revealed new species living at the bottom, uh, bottom of deep seas we are now understanding the remarkable adaptation that how uh, that have allowed life to exploit these habitats the scientific paper the ability of trimethylamine and oxide to resist pressure induce permutations to water uh, structure is published in the scientific journal communication chemistry so these are the findings these are the chemicals uh, being taken chemical in cell of marine organism enable them to survive high pressure so it's being possible because uh, the because us camera or, or device being uh, taken down to the deepest level of the uh, surface area of the sea uh, and or the ocean so it will provide us the br uh, bridge that's how this organism all uh, gives uh, th those types of pressure under those conditions so yep if you're willing to check it out check it out we have provided you the link of the research also so yep moving on to our next topic Incredible astronomers hail first images of asteroid impact. The asteroid is flying through space in the grainy black and white window when uh, suddenly a massive cloud of debris sprays out in front of it, meaning only one thing, impact. Astronomers have hailed this early footage of the first time humanity deliberately smashed a spacecraft into an asteroid, saying it looked like it did not like it did a lot of damage. That would be a good news because NASA double asteroid redirection test DART impactor struck the asteroid Diamophorus at 23,500 uh, 23, km 14,500 miles per hour on Monday night with the goal of deflecting its trajectory. While Diamophorus is 11 million kilometers, 6.8 million miles away and pauses on no threat to Earth, it is being uh, used as a historic test run so the world can be ready to defend itself if a future asteroid heads Earth's ways. Okay. After the impact, ground-based telescope and the toaster sites uh, satellite Licia Q uh, 
uh, which uh, separated from Dart a few weeks ago, revealed the first images of the colli- uh, collision. On the Likia cube images, the plume of what uh, came off the surface was quite impressive. Antonilia Baruschi of the Paris Observatory, Lisha Laboratory, told AFP, very, very big plume. The asteroid uh, terrestrial impact, large alert systems, Atlas project on st- uh, Tuesday tweeted a nine-second uh, nine video of the impact taken by the uh, Wyatt's uh, telescope in South Africa. Larry Denova, the Atlas co-principal investigator, said the telescope took one image every 40 seconds. So the whole uh, sequence that you have seen on Twitter large about two hours in real time, he told AFP. He said the very, very big plume was made by dust shooting of the asteroid. A lot of the dust is released at a speed that's greater than the gravity of the asteroid and so it escapes. Denua said the plume expanded to around 7,000 uh, 7, miles in diameter, he added. In the coming days and weeks, astronomers around the world will work to confirm whether the asteroid trajectory was definitely altered by the impact. Hmm. By examining the plume, we can begin uh, to estimate the density of the material on the surface, she said. Then the European Space Agency HERA missions will arrive at a uh, time of forest in 2026 to survey the surface and discover the extents of DART's impact. Here's mission principal investigator Patrick Michael said, We uh, are all impressed by the magnitude of the event. We have don't uh, we have done a lot of damage to Diamondphorus, Michelle said. We have a quantity of ejected matter that is quite incredible. The amount of matter ripped from the asteroid will help scientists work out exactly how much trajectory has been affected, if at all. The more material is ejected, the more it uh, diverges," said Eric Langdeck president of the French Astronomical Society, so it is a pretty good sign, he added. Of course it is, and giving uh, the many more information about the astronomers uh, out there. And yes, I mean, it's unnecessary for our surfaces and Earth uh, to protect our Earth, to see uh, our warning signs, to uh, from the outer space itself. So, yep. Moving on towards next topic. Chinese astronomer discovered more than s- 1600 new star clusters. Hmm. By analyzing the data from ESA Gaia, sorry, Gaia satellite astronomer from the China West Normal University have detected 1656 new star cluster in our Milky Way galaxy. The discovery was presented in a research pro- uh, paper published September 18 on the ARZIV preprint repository. repository. In general, our star clusters are large gravitational bound groups of stars. They are perceived as pre- perceived as important laboratory for studying the evolution of stars and the cluster themselves. SCs Star clusters are also good uh, tracer for exploring the structure of the Milky Way. It is estimated that uh, the Milky Way may contain about one 
sorry, 100,000 star clusters. The researchers suppose that many un undiscovered clusters are still hidden in dense stellar regions. Now, a team of astronomers led by Xiu Hong, he reports the detection of more than 1,600 uh, SCs. Uh, star clusters in the Milky Way disk. The discovery is based on the early third data release EDR3 from Gaia, improving the overall star cluster identified with the satellite to nearly 6000. EDR3 provides more abundant st uh, stellar radial velocity, which offers a great opportunity to study, class, uh, study cluster membership and ki uh, kinematics. Our approach focused on searching for star clusters that were concentrated in position and motion in the gal uh, galactic disk. The subsequent analysis was then based on astrometric data from Gaia EDR3. The new findings presented in this new work increased the uh, cluster sample size by more than 30%, expanding the total number of galactic clusters to about 6,000, the researcher explained. The team performed a blind uh, search of the galactic plane beyond uh, 3900 light years from the solar system based on the EDR3 data. They employed DB scan, an unsupervised machine learning algorithm widely used in cluster searches. The result after clustering and cross matching and with existing cluster catalogs, the astronomer found 1656 new uh, star clusters and more than 48,000 member stars. Photometric data of the new uh, star cluster sample indicated that they had the appearance of a conventional cluster, color magnitude diagrams, CMDs, and their size and the proper motion dispersion are also consistent with the currently identified clusters. It turned out that the new found uh, star clusters are mostly located with the 1600 light years away from the Earth. They are generally older than those located at uh, closer distance and they suffered from a significant greater degree of extinction than nearby clusters. This meant uh, that the uh, current cluster search was still affected by extinction and since fainter hold clusters were difficult to detect. It is reasonable to believe that there are many undiscovered clusters still hidden from Gaia view, the researcher concluded. All in all, most uh, newly discovered uh, star clusters were found to have the photometric signature of open clusters. However, the study also identified a cluster that resembles a, a globular cluster which received the destination of CWNU 1944. This cluster is located some 12,600 uh, 12, light years away and contains only evolved stars. So these are the findings being given by the Chinese astronomers uh, available in the Milky Way, uh, in our own galaxy known as Milky Way. So yep. Moving on towards next topic because we we have to cover lots of topics today. So a hydrogel that allows for quick bone dressing changes while minimizing pain. Hmm. An advanced hydrogel that promotes wood healing for second degree burns can be dissolved quickly and easily during dressing changes while minimizing pain and trauma for patients have been developed by bioengineers at Massachusetts General uh, Hospital MGH. 
The state of the art biomaterial described in the general bioactive materials is highly absorbent and based on Green's chemistry approaches that eliminate many toxic and reactive chemicals used in traditional wound dressings. Current uh, dressing adhere to the wound and need to be surgically or mechanically debrided, resulting in delayed healing and traumatization of newly formed tissue, not to mention excruciating uh, pain of the patient, says Oberek Usta, PhD, with the Center of Engineering in Medicine and Surgery at MGH. In collaboration with Tufts University, our team set out to, to create a super supramolecular hydrogel that could be dissolved on demand for trauma-free and quick removal by the physician, thus reducing the need of analgesics and opioids as well as of hospital stays and costs. Hydrogels are placed directly on the wood covered by secondary gauze or protective de- uh, dressing. They consist of, uh, of a network of synthetic polymers crossing into mesh structure that is designed to retain water and create a moist environment to accelerate wound healing. What makes then MGH Tufts biomaterial unique is, is a combination of factors including the fact that it dissoluble is less uh, than 5 minutes for easy patient care using a solution that breaks about uh, the supramolecular structure of the hydrogel without any adverse uh, effects on skin cells. In addition, the protective wound barrier uh, can be assembled in around 50 seconds versus the lengthy and potential hazardous method of current hydrogel preparation, which may also be harmful to the environment due to their use and generation of toxic chemicals. Because of the hydrogel is hybrid, it combines the mechanical or elastic properties comparable to those of a solid with the diffusive properties of a liquid for moist wound propagation. Hmm. Hydrogel dressing for timely and healthy bones wood healing have been around for years, but they are far uh, from ideal and represent an area of intense investigation by scientists and bioengineers, explains A. Eslian Goka. Luton, PhD and instruction in surgery at MGH and Harvard Medical School and first author of the study, we successfully created a supramolecular hybrid hydrogel to eliminate painful wound dressing changes that may increase the risk of wound infection, leading to life-threatening spaces and multi-organ failure. Another advantage of this first of its kind burn dressing is it's anticipated easy adaptability to the consumer market. The simple and rapid method we developed to synthesize and assemble the hydrogel components will allow for large-scale production and low-cost commercialization, explains co-author Isia Excretin, PhD with Tufts University, and that will pay the way for translating their breakthrough science into viable therapeutic application in a field where there is no where there is still no recognized standard of care. Usta is an associate professor of surgery at the Center of Engineering in Medicine and Surgery at MGH and an associate professor of surgery at Harvard Medical School, HMS. Askerton is an associate professor in the Department of Chemical and Biological Engineers at Tufts University. So, of course... I guess there is no need for explanation, so we are moving on towards next topic. New strategy to precisely target subtypes of t- key protein. Hmm. 
Cyclosporine is one of the most common and effective immunosuppressant drugs uh, used to treat chronic disease like arthritis, arthritis and fusiotis but it comes with a risk of serious side effects. Scientists think they, uh, that may be because the drug broadly targets cyclophilins, a family of 17 regulatory proteins that help different roles in promoting cellular health. Although each individual cyclophilin subtype has a unique role, many current immunosuppressive drugs target the entire family, meaning the important unknown pathway may be accidentally turned off or otherwise altered. The problem is complicated by the fact that the active site where molecules bind is almost identical across all 17 cyclophilins make it tough for drug makers to target specific subtypes. In a paper published today in Nature's Chemical Biology, scientists in the lab of Broad Institute Code member David Liu, who is also uh, the director of the Merkin Institute of Transformative Technologies in Healthcare at Broad, in collaboration with the labs of Marcus Seliger at Sunny Stone Brook, and Institute member Vamsi Mutha at Massachusetts General Hospital have proposed a new solution. Rather than targeting the active site of uh, cyclophilin protein, researchers in a Lewis lab describe a process that finds compound that bind to the exocyte, a small pocket next to the active site that varies in size and shape across different cyclophilins using an accelerated protein. In a test tube, the team discovered several compounds that ex exclusively bind and inhibite cyclophilin D, cyphid D, protein involved in the unique and closing of mitochondrial pores. They also applied similar principles to discover unique selective inhibitors for cyclophilin E, cyclophilin CIF E. Uh, the authors say that the study laid the groundwork for scientists to develop additional subtype selective cyclophilin inhibitors, some of which uh, may be useful as tools for biology or as leads for therapeutic de development. It's a new binding mode that takes the advantage of a pocket that peoples have fully explored yet. Lead author Alex Peterson, now a postdoctor fellow at the Scripps Research Institute, who lead the project as a graduate student in Lewis Lab, said, It's kind of a blueprint for how people can design selective cyclophilic inhibitors going forward. Leveraging new and old technologies, Cypher D regulates the mitochondrial permeability transition pore M. PTP small pores located on the inner surface of mitochondria, famously known as the powerhouse of the cell. When CIFD uh, detects oxidative stress or high calcium levels, it rushes to open the PTP, allowing water and other ions to rush in and out of the mitochondria. This opening of the mitochondria flood gates can become a problem with the disease like ischemia. Reperfusion, injury, diabetes, neurodegenerative disorders, liver disease, and more. Since this condition can cause abnormally high levels of oxidative stress, CFD holds the mitochondrial pores open for longer than usual, causing mitochondrial dysfunction, rupture, and cell death. It's been thought that drugs that slow down and inhibite CFD reactions to high oxidative stress might be used to treat a host of diseases.
To track down compound that exclusively bind to CIFD, the team uh, turned to DNA and code a small molecule libraries, a technology developed over 20 years ago as one of the first projects in use the then new lab. Researchers can use the libraries, where, uh, which are filled with hundreds of thousands of s- uh, synthetic compounds attached to unique DNA barcodes to scan for molecules that bind to desired proteins by mixing isolated CIFD proteins and a collection of 20, uh, 2,56,000 unique d- uh, DNA encoded compounds in a test tube. The team identified hundreds of promising compounds. Okay. <laughs> Most of the initial compounds still born in and around the active site, innovating multiple cyclophilin subtypes. So the team gradually made some chemical changes to their compounds to make them unique to CIFD. Once they discovered that the exocyte was the key to developing subtype specific inhibitors, they were able to design a pair of compounds that potentially inhibit CIFD while minimally minimally affecting other cyclophilins, X-rays, crocrystals, structures of the CIFD protein and the inhibitors during development gave the team a behind-the-scenes look at the precise location where their molecules were binding. The researchers then treated isolated mitochondria with their two leading compounds and observed they were effective in slowing down CIFD opening of mitochondria pores. The mirror image of the compounds which do not inhibit CIFD did not show activity in mitochondria. To prove that uh, their success wasn't an isolated incident, they repeated the strategy again for CIFE, a cyclophilin responsible for regulating mRNA processing. Once again, they developed a compound that exclusively targeted and left the remaining 16 cyclophilins unfazed. The team hopes their finding can ultimately help biologists and drug makers build better and more specific cyclophilin targeting drugs. They even gave future uh, scientists a leg up because of the CIFD targeting compounds who struggle to enter human cells of, on their own. The team tweaked uh, them uh, tweaked them by adding ester derivatives that effectively bypass the plasma membrane and deliver into mitochondria. Our team works eventually allowed us to conquer this long, uh, long-standing problem. How do you selectively inhibit just one cyphophilin subtype out of 17? Said Liu, who is also a Howard Hooks Medical Institute investigator in the future molecules that come from using our strategy will, I hope, prove to be useful both for science, for basic science, and potentially for therapeutics. So, once again, <sighs> targeting the subtypes of proteins given by, uh, in our human body. So, yep. Moving on towards next topic. Scientists bring the fusion energy that lights the suns and star closer to reality on Earth. Interesting, right? Let's uh, read it. Physicists at the U.S. Department of Energy (DOE), Princeton Plasma Physics Laboratory (PPPL) have proposed the source of the sudden and puzzling collapse of heat that precedes disruption that can damage doughnut-shaped uh, tokamak fusion facilities. Coping with the source could overcome one of the most critical challenges that future fusion facilities will face and bring closer to reality the production of Earth. 
of the fusion energy uh, drives the suns and the stars researchers trace the collapse to the 3d disordering of the strong magnetic fields that bottles up the hot charged plasma gas that fuses the reactions we propose a novel way to understand the disordered field lines which was usually ignored or poorly modeled in the previous studies said mingyu you a postdoctoral research at triple pl and lead author of a physics of plasmas paper selected as an editor's pick to go, uh, together with a figure place on the co- uh, cover of the july issue you has uh, since uh, become a, a staff scientist at general atomics in san diego the strong The strong magnetic fields substitute in fusion facility for the immense gravity that holds fusion reaction in place in celestial bodies but when uh, disordered by plasma instability in laboratory experiment at field lines allow the super hot plasma heat to rapidly escape confinement such million degree heat crushes plasma particles together to release fusion energy and can strike and damage fusion facility walls when released from confinement In the major disruption case field lines becomes totally disordered like spaghetti and connect uh, fast to the wall with very uh, different length and said principal research physicist Wian Zing Wang used triple uh, p l advisor and co-author of the paper that brings enormous plasma thermal energy against the wall Fusion combines the light elements in the form of plasma the hot charged state of matter composed of free electron and atomic nuclei that generate massive amounts of energy plasma contains free electron and, and atomic nuclei or ions and comprises 99% of the visible universe scientists around the world are seeking to capture and control the fusion processes on earth to create a clean carbon free and virtually inexhaustible source of power to generate electricity hills and valleys hmm. what haven't previously been known uh, was the 3d shape or topology of the uh, disarrayed field lines caused by turbulent instability the topology forms tiny hills and valleys you explains leaving some particles trapped in valleys and unable to escape confinement while others roll down the hills and impact the walls of the facility the existence of these hills is responsible for the fast temperature collapse their so-called thermal quench as they allow more particles to escape to the tokamak wall you said what we showed in the paper is how to draw a good map for understanding the topology of the field lines without magnetic hills most electron would have been trapped and could not produce the thermal quench observed in experiments triple pl scientists stimulated the thermal quench topology as a complex 3d structure rather than a simple 1d structure as it can and it had been pictured in doing so the researcher avoided common over simpli- uh, simplifications that could mislead the physics what made the topology difficult to understand was the complex interaction between the electric and magnetic fields inside the facility you exceed triple pl researchers unraveled the interaction using the laboratory gts code which simulates the effect of turbulent instability on a particle movement the code revealed that the electric field radiation facility acts or to kick particles among spaghetti like stochastic uh, stochastic 
magnetic field lines and then facilitates the motion of trapped particles along the field lines that give rise to the thermal quench. This research provides a f new physical insights into how the plasma loses its energy towards the wall when they are open magnetic field lines, you said. The new understanding would be helpful in finding innovative ways to mitigate or avoid thermal quenches and plasma disruption in the future. So these are the findings given by the scientists. Given, uh, that's how the fusion energy lights the sun and star closer to the reality on the earth. So, yep, it's great. It's going to be used in, ver in various applications for sure. And yes, many, many parts areas like in the laser, in the quantum networks, and many parts of the sciences, sorry, many parts of the domains. So, great. Uh, he deserved it. Okay. Moving on towards the next topic, machine learning method shows neurodegenerative disease can progress in newly identified patterns. Hmm. Neurodegenerative uh, diseases, neurodegenerative diseases like amyo amyotrophic letters, sclerosis, ALS, or loose Greg disease. Alzheimer's and Parkinson's are complicated, chronic elements that can present with a variety of symptoms worsen at different rates and have many underlying genetic and environmental causes, some of the which are unknown. ALS in particular affects a voluntary muscle's movement and is also fatal, which but while most people survive for only a few uh, years after few years after diagnosis, others live with the disease of decades. Manifestation of ALS can also vary significantly often. Slower disease development correlates with onset in the limbs and affecting fine motor skills, while the more serious bulbar ALS impacts on swallowing, speaking, breathing, and mobility. Therefore, understanding the progression of disease like ALS is critical to enrollment in clinical trials, analysis of potential intervention, and discovery of root causes. However, assessing disease evolution is far from straightforward. Current clinical studies typically assume the health, that health declines on a downward linear trajectory on a symptom rating scale and use their linear models to evaluate whether drugs are slowing disease progressions. However, data indicate that ALS often fo follows nonlinear trajectories with periods where symptoms were, are stable, alternating with periods when they are rapidly changing. Since data can be sparse and health assessment often rely on subjective rating metrics measured at uneven time intervals and comparison across patient population are difficult. These heterogeneous data and progression in turn complicate analysis of invention, effectiveness and potentially mass disease origin. Now a new machine learning method developed by researcher from MIT IBM research and elsewhere aims to better characterize ALS disease progression patterns to inform clinical trial design. There are groups of individuals that share progression patterns. For example, some seem to have really fast progression ALS and others 
that have slow progressing ALS that varies over time, says Divya Ramamurthy, PhD research uh, specialist at MIT and lead author of a new paper on the work that was published this month in Nature Computation Sciences. The question we were asking is, can we use a machine learning to identify if and to what extent those types of consistent patterns across individual coexist across individual exist the technique indeed identified discrete and robust clinical patterns in ALS progression many of which are not linear further these diseases progression subtypes are consistent across patient population and disease matrix the team additionally found that the method can be applied to Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease as well joining Ramamurthy on the paper of R uh, on the paper R MIT IBM Watson AI lab members Ernest Frankel a professor in, in the MIT Department of Biological Engineering Research Scientist Soumya Ghosh of IBM Research and Principal Research Scientist Kenny NG also from also of IBM Research okay reshaping health decline after consulting with uh, clinicians, the team of machine learning researchers and neurologists let the data speak for itself. They designed an unsupervised machine learning model that employed two methods, Gaussian process regression and digital process clustering. These infrared the health trajectory directly from patient data and automatically grouped similar trajectories together without prescribing the number of clusters or the shape of the curves forming ALS progression subtypes. Their method incorporated prior clinical knowledge in the way of a bias for negative trajectories consistent with expectation for neurodegenerative disease progression but did not assume any linearity. We know that a linearity is not reflective of what's actually observed, says NG. The methods and models that we we use here, here were more flexible in the sense that they capture what uh, was seen in the data without the need for expensive label data and prescription prescription for para of parameters. Primarily, they applied the model to five longitudinal data sets from ALX clinical trials and observational studies. They used the gold standard to measure symptom development, the ALS function rating scale revised, ALS SVRs are, which uh, captures a global picture of patient neurological impairment but can be a bit of a messy metric. Additionally, performance on survivability, probabilities, force, vital capacity, a measurement of respiratory function. Re respiratory function and uh, subscores of LS force are which looks at individual bodily functions were incorporated new regimes of progression at utility when their population levels model was trained and tested on this metric four dominant patterns of disease popped out of uh, of the many trajectories sigmoidal fast progression, stable, slow progression, unstable, slow 
progression and unstable moderate progression many with strong non-linear characteristics not elevated capture trajectory where patient experience a sudden loss of ability called a functional cliff which would significantly impact treatments enrollment in clinical trials and quality of life the researcher compared the method against their commonly used linear and non-linear approaches in the field to separate the contribution of clustering and linear uh, and linearity to the model's accuracy the new work outperformed them even patient specific models and found that subtype patterns were consistent across measures impressively when the data were withheld the model was able to interpolate missing values and critically could forecast future health measures the model could also be trained on once elsewhere's r dataset and predict clusters membership in others making it robust generalizable and accurate with scarce data so long as 6 or 12 months of data were available health trajectories could be inferred with higher confidence than conventional methods <coughs> The researcher approach also provides insight into Alzheimer and Parkinson's disease both of which can have a range of symptom presentation and progression for Alzheimer's the new technique could identify distinct uh, disease patterns in particular variation in the rates of conversion of mild to severe disease the Parkinson analysis demonstrated a relationship between progression trajectories for off medication scores and disease phenotypes such as the terror dominant or postural instability gait difficulty form of parkinson disease the work make uh, the works make significant strides to find the signal amongst the noise in the uh, in the time series of complex neurodegenerative disease the patterns that we see are reproducible across studies which i don't believe had uh, been shown before and that may have implication for how we subtype the als disease says frankel as the fda has been considering the impact of non linearity in clinical trial designs the team notes uh, that their work is particularly pertinent as new ways to understand disease mechanism came online this model provides another tool to pick apart illness like als alzheimers and parkinsons from a system biology perspective we have a lot of molecular data from the same patients and so our long term goals is to see whether there are subtypes of the disease says frankel whose uh, lab looks at cellular changes to understand the etiology of disease and possible targets for cures one approach is to start with the symptoms and see if people with uh, different patterns of disease progression are also different at the molecular level that might lead you to a therapy then there's the bottom up approach when you start with the molecule and try to reconstruct biological pathways that might be affected we are going uh, to be tackling this from both ends and finding if something meet in the middle of course so yep i mean of course many of the scientists moving on towards machine learning algorithms so Mm. right so okay moving on towards next topic 
Engineer discovered new progress for synthetic material growth, enabling soft robots that grow like plants. An interdisciplinary team of University of an interdisciplinary <coughs> water break. An interdisciplinary team of University of Minnesota Twin Cities scientists and engineers has developed a first of its kind plant-inspired extrusion process that enables synthetic material growth. The new approach will allow researchers to build better soft robots that can navigate hard-to-release places, complicated terrain, and potentially areas within the human body. The paper is published in the preceding of the National Academy of Science, PNAS, a peer-reviewed, multidisciplinary, high-impact scientific journal. This is the first time these uh, concepts have been f- fundamentally demonstrated, said Chris Ellison, a lead author of the paper and professor in the University of Minnesota, Twin Cities, Department of Chemical Engineering and Material Science. Developing new ways of manufacture are paramount for the competition. Comp- of our country and for bringing new products to people. On the robotic side, robots are being used more and more in dangerous remote environments and these are the kinds of areas where this work could have an impact. Soft robotics in an emerging field where robots are made of soft, pliable materials as opposed to rigid ones. Soft growing robots can create new material and grow as they move. These machines could be used for operation in remote areas where humans can't go, such as inspecting or installing tubes underground or navigating inside the human body for biomedical applications. <coughs> Current uh, soft-growing gro- uh, robots drag a trail of solid material behind them and can use heat and or pressure to transform that material into a more permanent structure much like uh, how a 3D printer is fed solid filament to produce its shaped product. However, a trail of solid material gets more difficult to pull around bends and turns, making it hard for the robots to navigate terrain with obstacles or winding paths. The University of Manistoti solved this problem by developing a new means of extrusion, a process where material is pushed through an opening to create a specific shape. Using this new process allows the robot to create a synthetic material from a liquid instead of a solid. We were uh, really inspired by how plants and fungi grow, said Matthew Hunselton, first author of the paper and a PhD student in the University of Minnesota, Twin Cities Department of the Chemical Engineering and Material Science. We took the idea that plants and fungi had materials at the end of the bodies, either at the spot, either at the root tips, or at their new shorts, and we translated that to an engineering system. Plants used to transfer the building block that can transform into solid roots as the plants uh, grow outwards. The research were able to mimic this process with synthetic material using a technique called photo polymerization which uses light to transform liquid monomers 
into a solid material using this technology the soft robots can more easily uh, navigate obstacles and winding paths without having to drag any solid material behind it this new process also has application in manufacturing since the researcher technique only use liquids and light operation that use heat pressure and expensive machinery to create and shape material that might not be needed a very important part of this project is that we have material scientists chemical engineers and robotic engineers all involved ellison said by putting all of our different expertise together we really brought something unique to this project and i am confident that no one have uh, us uh, could have done this alone this is the great example of uh, how collaboration enable scientists to address really hard fundamental problems while also having a technical impact hmm. in addition to ellison and hoselton the research team included university of minnesota department of clinical uh, department of chemical engineering and material science researcher boron zua postdoctoral researcher and a lord in francis college of science and engineering distinguished professor and university of minnesota department of mechanical engineering researcher tim kolvaski associate professor and matthew kubala graduate student so yes these are the thing these are the findings given by the uh, engineer discoveries new processes of course okay moving on towards next topic bio inspired localization system slashes power consumption hmm okay let's see inspired by barn owls researchers have developed an innovative localization system that combines state of the art sensors with a neuromorphic computational map based on resistive random access memory rram as we enter the era of pervasive computing and more and more of everyday objects are being embedded with microprocessor to help our lives run smoothly of course to achieve this the system need to be operated continuously and waste minimal energy all while extracting useful and compact information from noisy and often incomplete data capture from several sensors in real time thanks uh, to the uh, to their in memory event driven computing capabilities hybrid memorized complementary metal oxide semiconductor cmos neuromorphic architecture provide an ideal hardware so substrate for such task researchers supported in part by the mem uh, scales project site out to demonstrate the full potential of such a system to this end uh, they develop a bio inspired event driven object localization system that uh, couples advanced physical uh, electric micro machine ultrasound transducers pmu2 sensor with a neuromorphic computational map based on rram their paper published in the journal nature communication describe how the proposed neuromorphic approach has made it possible to reduce power consumption by five orders of magnitude compared with the conventional localization system based on microcontrols inspired by nature inspiration uh, for the system was drawn from the born owls neuro anatomy our proposed solution represent a first step in demonstrating the concept of biological inspired system to improve efficiency in computation no studies uh, studies senior author dr elisia venelo in a news item posted on 
double e times it paves the way towards more complex systems that perform even more sophisticated tasks to solve real world problems by combining information extracted from extra from different sensors we envision that uh, such an approach to conceive a bio inspired system will be a key to build the next generation of edge ai de- devices in which information is processed locally and with minimal resources in particular we believe that small animals and insects are a great source of inspiration for an efficient combination of sensory information processing and computation thanks uh, to the latest advancement in technology we can couple uh, we can couple innovative sensors with advancement rrm computation to build ultra low power system states dr vinelio who is a senior scientist at electronics and information technology laboratory cea lety for of mem a skills for project uh, coordinator french alternative energies and atomic energy commission in france the research team conducted measurements of the system consisting of rrm based con- uh, co incidence detectors delay line uh, circuits and a full custom ultrasound sensor they used the experimental result to calibrate the system level uh, simulation these uh, simulation were then used to estimate the object localization models angular resolution and energy efficiency the result uh, showed much greater energy efficiency than a microcontroller performing the same task the goal is also as always to get the best uh, power efficiency for the level of performance needed by a specific application further improvements in energy efficiency are certainly possible with our system observed dr vinalio the study demonstrated that combining visual sensors such as dynamic vision sensor cameras with a pmu2 uh, based hearing sensor should be explored to develop future consumer tools the mem skills memory technologies with multi scale time constraint for neuromorphic architecture projects ends in june 2023 so these are the thing given once again localization of from the pile pile itself and providing uh, the uh, giving more giving more data more processing speed more more efficiency more more faster than any other thing of course it, uh, it's a requirement so moving on towards next topic how differentiate conditions impact performance of solar cells connected in series hmm. large of obstacles like clouds and buildings can block sunlight from reaching solar cells but uh, smaller sources such as dust and leaves can also create a uh, similar problems understanding how the loss of incoming transition affects power output is essential for optimizing photovoltaic technology which converts light into electricity and is an important contributor to the green energy transition in the general of renewable and uh, sustainable energy researcher from shanghai polytechnic university shanghai engineering research center of advanced thermal functional materials and shanghai solar energy research center co limited explored how different shade condition impact performance of single solar cells and two uh, cell system connected in series and parallel in the real world 
photovoltaic cells are sometimes shaded by obstacles, which significantly alters the amount of incoming light, said author Hengwang Zi of Shanghai Polytechnic University and Shanghai Engineering Resource Center of Advanced Thermal Functional Material. The degradation effects make power optimization difficult and result in significant power loss. Hmm. Photovoltaics connected in series create a single path with electron flowing uh, from one cell into the next. In contract cell is a parallel provide two lanes for electron to travel through then recombine later. In practical application networks of solar cell are connected in series and parallel to expand the output current and power capability. The team found that the decrease in output current of a single cell or two cells connected in parallel was nearly identical to the ratio of shear to sunlight. However, for two cells running in the series, they would excess power loss and a rise in temperature which can cause further output degradation. For example, with 29.6% of the series photovoltaic module in the shade, the current decrease of 57.6%, uh, a study indicated that many factors including shadow area, sh uh, shadows on different cells of the module and the connection of cells and modules may affect the performance said Z. Previous studies have explored the consequence of the shade on large photovoltaic modules but have largely ignored single cells and sim uh, simple systems. In these complicated systems, shadows on one single cell uh, may play a vital role on the system output and reliability, said Z. Therefore, studying single cells or a simple arrangement of two connected cells is necessary for solar panel development. In the future, the author hope to examine the microscopic interaction behaviors and mechanism in photovoltaic cells subjected to different shadows. The article, Experimental uh, Study on the Power Losses of a Single Photovoltaic Cells and Two Series and Parallel Connected Cells with Partial Shadows, is authored by Zheng Wuzuo, Gyu, Zhou Pi Zhou, Zhuo Wu, Yunwang Wang, and Huizhuang Zi. This article will appear in Journal of Renewable and Sustainable Energy on September 27, 2022. Oh, of course. So, okay. Moving on towards next topic. The relationship between geothermal energy and lithium. Hmm. As product manager at the National Renewable Energy Laboratory (NREL), Nicholas Gilro and Hercule Sky help turn complex information into a compelling journey on the web. This work allows user to interact with the data, even uh, even download information as the story of research unfolds. Working closely with user experience and researcher and engineer, the two help the U.S. Departments of Energy Geothermal Technology Office GTO develop a new lithium story map for energy go that lays out the relationship between geothermal energy and lithium via images, animation maps and narrative. Since its launch on August 24, 2022, the Lithium Story map has more than 1600 views. The concept is a first of its kind projector for the Department of Energy website, bringing science to the masses in a way that feels closer to scrolling through social media for knowledge rather than hunkering down with a textbook. The Lithium Story map allows visitors to scroll through the role of lithium in renewable energy today. So, see how the clinical uh, critical material is currently obtained and understand why the Salton Sea region of California may prove a uh, key 
domestic source with a little help of geothermal energy it also explains why gto investment technology supporting lithium extraction from geothermal brines is so important to a green economy it is possible that demo, uh, domestic lithium extraction from geothermal brines could serve a long term source of this critical material create and uh, create clean energy jobs and lower the cost of lithium use for key products like rechargeable batteries said elizabeth met kelfe gto stakeholder and engagement lead we talked with developers sky and gilro right before launch after their processes how story maps could change the game and what they uh, learned story mapping The term story map originated as a part of ArcGIS mapping software several years ago but maps and data have uh, told stories for centuries the stories are often just harder to decipher GTO and approaches Sky Gilro with the story map concept in relation to lithium because the form can disseminate high impact takeaways for multiple audiences for the lithium to For the lithium story map in particular it was important to have a strong narrative to begin with a uh, with and a clear entry point gilro said the goal was to set context lithium is something that is all around us in our modern world if someone can ro- uh, can relate then we have a hook and go to the next level of information describing lithium life cycle where it comes from and how it's uh, produced and how we might find new sources to meet the growing demand he said the use of story map enables nrel to convey why specific research areas or initiative are impact and uh, should be prioritized this new data visualization is a big departure from the typical way technical information is shared sky said we build uh, something custom that is really we hope beautifully and interesting at lo- uh, to look at it john oliver plus nrel question mark hmm <laughs> interesting okay the duo fo- uh, found inspiration to bring the gto story map vision alive through an unlikely source a tv talk show last week tonight with john oliver create a vi- vi- video about the electricity grid which went on to earn almost 6 million views gilray said the entire video is referencing an nrel report that is sorry this is what nrel does all the time talking about the transition to clean energy how is he get uh, getting tra- uh, traction he said why are people responding to it because he's meeting people we are uh, where they are uh, are at peoples are used to consuming uh, something on tvs youtubes or hbo we have you have to make it accessible and, and understood on a mobile device or social platform sky said the lithium story maps offer a similar voice hmm as a user scrolls you get to see the data over time and tie to key important things that occurred throughout history that are relevant to lithium he said it is very passive and effective way for a person to consume information what is the next for story maps and geothermal gilro said more story maps are in the works for the team as they continue to develop the platform we are continuously thinking through the user experience what are the needs 
altitudes attitudes emotions and behavior of people who use our products and he said and how uh, can we meet them where uh, they like to be able to allow them to consume information in ways they are used to one of things uh, i love about working at nrel skyside is when uh, they are dual or multipurpose ways to solve problems like agrovoltaics or solar siding geothermal energy generations plus lithium extraction could be a game changer leveraging geothermal plants for the direct extraction of lithium avoids having to create new and expensive specialized infrastructure by using tools and that already exists the industry can help solve scientific hurdles and advances towards a more renewable future how many of our devices need lithium how many uh, items in your home or workplace use lithium and not just use it but could not exist without it of course lithium is an essential ingredient in our day to day lives yes as well as the future of renewable energy of course it is the primary component in rechargeable battery for mobile phones and digital cameras electric vehicles batteries and solar panels even uh, the non rechargeable batteries found in life saving pacemakers right as lithium demand continue to grow extraction from geothermal fluids is of growing interest the underground uh, brine contains discards element meaning geothermal energy may soon uh, play a greater role in our lives and in the green economy yes of course uh, i mean deserve it okay moving on to our next topic prototype electric airplane take first flight <laughs> yes true it's true let's see A prototype all-electric airplane took its first flight Tuesday morning in central Washington state. The Seattle Times reports that in the Federal Aviation Administration eventually certifies the small airplane to carry passenger it could become the first all electric uh, commercial airplane the plane built by startup aviation was built to carry nine passenger and up two pilots and took off from Moses Lake Washington at 7:10 a.m. Tuesday the plane landed 8 minutes later the company goal is to uh, show is to show such electric planes are viable as commuter aircraft flying at an altitude of about 15000 feet uh, 4572 meters the plane designed by engineers in Washington states and Israel is powered by 21500 small tesla style battery cells hmm. of course <sighs> interesting news right <laughs> okay moving on to us next topic avoiding a surveillance society that's the problem in today's life of course how better ru- uh, how better rules can rein in facial recognition tech <laughs> let's see the human face is special it is simultaneously public and personal our faces reveal sensitive information about us who we are of course but also our gender emotion health status and more lawmakers in australia like uh, those around the world never anticipated our face data would be harvested on a on an industrial scale then used in everything from our 
smartphone to police cctv cameras so we shouldn't uh, be surprised that our laws have not kept the pace with the extraordinary rise of facial recognition technology but what uh, kinds of law do we need the, the technology uh, can be used for both good and ill so neither banning it nor the current free for all seem ideal however a regulatory failure has left our community and vulnerable to far harmful use of facial recognition hmm. to fill the legal gap we propose a model law okay an outline of, of legislation that government around australia could adopt or adapt to regulate risky uses of facial recognition while allowing safe ones the challenging uh, the challenge of facial recognition technologies hmm. the users case of facial recognition technology seems li- limited only by our imagination many of us think uh, nothing of using facial recognition to unlock our electronic devices yet the technology also has also been trailed or implemented throughout australia in a wide range of situation including school airports retail stores clubs and gambling avenues and law enforcement <coughs> right as the use of facial recognition grows at an estimate 20% annually so uh, does the risk uh, to humans especially in high risk contexts like policing in the us reliance on errors prone facial recognition tech has resulted in numerous instances of injustice especially involving black people these include the wrongful arrest and detention of robert williams and wrongful exclusion of a young uh, black girl from rollers rink in detroit hmm. many of the world biggest tech companies like including meta amazon and microsoft have reduced uh, discontinued their facial recognition related services they have cited concern about uh, consumer safety and a lack of effective regulation this is landable landable but uh, it has also prompted a kind of regulatory market failure while those companies have pulled back uh, other companies with fewer scrubbles have uh, taken a bigger share of the facial recognition market take the american uh, take the american company clearview ai it scraped billions of face images from social media and other we- website without the consent of the affected individual then created a face matching service that it sold to the australian federal police and other law enforcement bodies around the world In 2021 the Australian Information and Privacy Commissioner found that both Clearview AI and the AFP had breached Australia privacy laws but enforcement action like these are rare. Hmm. However Australians want better regulation of facial recognition this has to be shown in the Australian Human Rights Commission 2021 report the 2020 choice investigation into the use of facial recognition technology by major retailers and in research we at the Human Technology Institute have commissioned as part of our model law option for facial recognition reform what option does Australia have the first is to do nothing but this uh, would mean uh, would mean accepting we will be unprotected from harmful use of facial recognition technologies and keep us on our current uh, trajectory towards mass surveillance 
another option uh, would be a banned facial uh, recognition tech altogether some jurisdiction have indeed instead uh, moratoriums moratoriums on the technology but the certain many uh, exceptions for positive uses and are uh, at best a temporary solution in our view the better reform options is a law to regulate facial recognition technologies according to how risky they are such a law would encourage facial recognition with clear public benefit while protecting against harmful use of the technology a risk based law for facial recognition technology regulations our model law would require any uh, anyone developing or deploying facial recognition systems in australia to conduct a rigorous impact assessment to evaluate the human rights risk as the risk levels increases so to would uh, the legal requirements or restriction developers would also be re- required to comply with the technical standard for facial recognition aligned with the international standard for ai performance and good data management the model law contains general prohibition on high risk uses of facial recognition application for example a facial analysis application that purported to access individual sexual orientation and then make decision about them would be prohibited sadly this is not a far fetched hypothetical the model law also provides three exception to the prohibition on high risk facial recognition technology the regulator could uh, permit a high risk application if it considered the application to be justified under international human uh, right law there would be a specific legal regime for mo- a law enforcement agency including a face warrant scheme that would provide independent oversight as with our uh, as with uh, other such warrants high risk application may be a used in academic research with appropriate oversight review by the regulator and affected individuals any law uh, would need to be enforced by regulator with appropriate power and resources who should this be the majority of the stakeholder we consulted including business users technology firms and civil society representatives proposed to off, uh, the office of the australian information commissioners oaic would be well suited to the regulatory official recognition for certain sensitive users such as the military certain and security agencies they were uh, there may be also need to be specialized oversight regime the movement of a reform is now yes never have we uh, never have we seen so many groups and individual from across civil society industry and government so engaged and aligned on the need of facial recognition technology reform this is reflected in support for the model law from both the technology council of australia and choice hmm. given the extraordinary rise of users of facial recognition and emerging cons- uh, consensus among stakeholders the federal attorney general should uh, size should size uh, this movement and lead national reform the first priority is to introduce a federal bill which uh, could easily be based on uh, on the other model law the attorney general should also collaborates with the states and territories to harmonize australian law on facial recognition 
This proposed reform is important on its own terms. We cannot allow facial recognition technology to remain effectively unregulated. It would also demonstrate how Australia can use law to protect against harmful uses of new technology while simultaneously incentivizing innovation for public benefit. More information about the model law can be found in our report Facial Recognition Technology Towards a Model Law. So, an Australian government uh, been focusing on Australian Parliament test, been focusing on these objects, uh, sorry, this uh, domain, which is, I mean, great, which is immense. Uh, um, you can't define it because, of course, through facial technology, it's been facial technology provides you the information about the person, about the how the person thinks how how the human thinking about right now how the those things how they are managing and how they are communicating so it's an important feature and it's an important thing to focusing on and yes it's been used in the ai to see uh, that these are the things being uh, given to these guys or uh, if you are already know that how china uh, uses AI uh, and on the basis on the facial recognition only they given the points uh, to their citizens that uh, these citizens uh, given these uh, good points uh, these are the uh, gr uh, these are the great individuals so these are the things going on in the China itself so it's an important to, uh, to look around the world uh, world thing that how AI in capturing it and how it's been protecting uh, we are uh, Australian government uh, uh, has identified uh, the problem and uh, given the solution try to resemble or the people's wants to not to have uh, have privacy with them not to sell uh, uh, every uh, every privacy to the uh, public or to the uh, big institution so it's a great initiative by avoiding surveillance society so yep it's far more impressive i mean so yep that's all for the today guys and yes we have already previously discussed in the previous podcast that we have started our newsletter providing in the information which is not easily available on the surface web and yes if you are uh, willing to uh, they uh, we've started a free newsletter of course and also a paid newsletter in a paid newsletter which will provide the important key features which will be described in a very detailed manner but if you are willing to subscribe to the free newsletter it will provide it many other things many other articles which is uh, being uh, which we are uh, looking to and the news which will impact in your personal life maybe uh, after the year or within the months uh, or few in the months so if you are interested in that kind of information, subscribe to this uh, newsletter. Otherwise, leave it. And this podcast is for you guys only, providing in the information that how our researchers keep on researching new things. Till then, keep researching, stay curious, stay healthy.